Yeah, man. All right, welcome back. Welcome back. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Episode three, Human it's Thoughts. A, it's been a while, man. It's been a while. Yeah. I apologize for the technical difficulties that we were having over the last two weeks. It was crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, man. But today's topic, the American federal budget and, and, and our spending habits. Yes, and our spending habits. Yeah. So... To, to to just start off and to give people a a base, a platform to stand on, we all know that, you know, in this country we have to pay taxes and, you know, it all goes to the government funding who then distributes it back into the economy, into the community. Yeah, of course. You know, uh, we, we pay through, you know, 50% of our funding comes from the everyday working personal, the working personal person, the, you know, through our individual income taxes. Uh, 7% comes from big name corporations and then the other 36% comes from payroll which is <laughs> your job. Wow. So 36%. Yep. So uh you know those numbers are off because you know we see every day that you know I feel that the money that is being exploited into the country can you know we've talked about this behind the scenes we feel that the money can be put elsewhere, can at least be placed better. Now, we can't do anything about where the money is right now because of, you know, this COVID situation. Yeah. But going forward, maybe, just maybe, we can move the money a little bit better. No, you're right. I definitely agree with you when it comes to that. Um, especially on how uh, how much is spent on our prison system and uh versus our education system actually um now going into how much is spent on the prison system and education system um it was stated by the bureau of justice statistics that the american government spends uh more than 80 billion dollars each year to keep uh roughly 2.3 million people behind bars um now that's insane you know, Dre, that's that's insane. Um, 57 percent uh, were spent by state government and 33 percent um, from local government. Mind you, the government earns one point four billion dollars in annual revenue. Um, that's a lot of money. man. Yeah, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, so annually, the government also makes uh about six about sixty seventy k uh per an inmate um roughly estimating um also it's crazy that uh in the in in uh twenty nineteen uh the u s spent around sixty billion dollars um in the education system so mind you eighty billion dollars um in the prison system and $60 billion in the education system. That's big. That's a big difference. It's a big gap. That's yeah. a big gap. And even in, even in, you know, even for New York, you know, you saw a lot less teachers or you saw, even when we were going to school, we saw a lot less teachers or we saw uh, one teacher covering multiple subjects. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, that was to cut funding for teachers and, you know, still keep the books on the table. But now, the, now one teacher is going to teach maybe two, maybe three classes. Um, yeah, 
to save on funding because the education system has a backlog and doesn't have enough funding to support the teachers. So yeah, you're right. Um, that that's that's insane, man. So now the question is, like, uh, you know, the question, the, the big question for me is, you know, yeah. why does the prison system get so much more heavily funded than you know our education system? That that's one thing that always like made me made me wonder when I dug deep and did my research on this. You know, I found out exactly why, and yeah. it's basically comes down to it costs more to have one inmate, to have one person that is now an inmate behind bars. Mm. Right? That's one part. Yeah. So it costs a lot just to go through the process, to prosecute, and do, do everything through the justice system. But the other part is the incarcerate. The incarcerate has tripled. It's, it's, wow. it's, it's tripled. So now, with that in mind, you need, since the numbers of inmates have gone up, you need more people to balance that and throughout the prison system, throughout the jail system. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, you're right about that. It definitely makes sense. So, you know, $80 billion, that's a lot of money. That's a it lot is. of money, man. Like, I, that $20 billion difference, that pays for a lot of teachers. That pays for a lot of probably new books or updated books. Yeah. That, that pays for a lot of things, you know. And we're talking about billion. We're not even talking about million. We're talking about billion dollars. Yeah. That is a lot. Yeah, it's it's definitely something that it, it's it's a it's a staggering number to to know that you know we spend more money on our prison system because the incarceration rate has tripled, so we need to have more staff and more equipment behind jail walls to protect the staff and the inmates, as opposed to you know when you spin or when you spin it around and you look at the other through the other side of the window. You look at it and go, you know, only sixty, only sixty k is going to 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 the education system, and you know, you have multiple teachers teaching a subject. Sometimes you even have you don't even have a teacher teaching a subject. It's just a substitute that fills in. You that know? fills that right. you know, and they don't even teach anything. They just teach whatever the basics are, and you know, going forward, the the kid, the child may not have that strong of a literature for whatever the subject may be. That you know. Yeah. Uh, it's true. Education system is very poor. It, it, it really isn't uh, compared to other countries. Um, the American education system is very poor. So, yeah. yeah, you're definitely right about that. Yeah, and like I found this, uh, well, actually, you found this uh, statistic on uh, CNN, on money.cnn.com yeah. for New York, just for New York. This is, this is a crazy number. For New York, it cost of one inmate, one inmate, just one. Is sixty k compared to a student who's not in, who's not in jail, who's not incarcerated, which is fifteen yeah. k. That's a big gap. <laughs> That's a big gap. And <laughs> depending on who you are and how you feel about the situation, you may think to yourself, "Well, I don't know. Maybe it's better off to get my education behind bars because the, the cost of one inmate." Is twice as much as the as it is a regular student. Just to prosecute the person and put them behind bars to have staff to protect and and, and keep the peace behind jail walls and all the medical equipment, the staff members, food, everything that goes into that. One inmate for New York costs sixty K. Sixty. 
that, that. Just and then think about <laughs> it like that. If one person, if multiple people gets locked up every day in New York get, and get put behind bars, that's sixty k on each one of their heads. That's sixty k that's leaving the education that could that 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 difference that difference that could be put back into the education system. Of course. That <laughs> when I was uh reading that information, I was I was amazed, man. I was really amazed. But I have a question though, Dre. Um what like I don't really see a difference when it comes to the education system and prison system. I'm not trying to say like it's a it's a difference, of course. But I mean like there's not like for example, um in prison, right? They have the cells, they have the cafeteria, they have the hospitals, etc. Yep. But also in school, we we have classrooms, we have cafeteria where you know where we go to eat, we have the nurse's office, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I shouldn't it don't you think it should be balanced like when it comes to how much money is being put into the prison system and education system? Don't you that, think? that would be good, right? That, that's what we would think. But like, like you know, the statistics showed if it call, if there's more people behind bars, then let's just say there's more people behind bars than there is actually in the school. I believe then, so. Then I you have so. to. It's 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 the it's the law of the land kind of thing. It's like there's too many people over here that we need to address, so we have to kind of disregard the education a little bit and we have to f- heavily fund this this, this 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 incarceration situation because there's not enough yeah. people to handle the amount of people that are behind bars there's not and yeah. i agree but now let's say now let's say the you know the one thing that i don't think we can do right now is cut funding anywhere like I'm gonna make that point blank simple early on in this. I don't think we can cut funding for certain places for certain things right now, not only because of COVID, yeah. but because of just the situations that are at hand. The money that is laid on the table right now, I feel like if you take off that money from the table right now, it it leaves a detrimental hole that needs to be filled by something. So let's just say that. Let's yeah, just say right. just for New York. Let's just say they cut funding from the prison system to put back into the education system. Something is not going to sit right with the pri- inside the prison system where maybe there's less medical equipment. Maybe there's, I don't know, like something's going to be cut. When you cut funding somewhere, something is taken away. Something is, something is, yeah, something is being lost. So... With the medical yeah. equipment and everything, and all the equipment that they have there now to try to keep the peace, you know, every for for the people that know, people that don't know, it, it is there is no peace behind jail walls. It's always craziness. So for you to yeah, take away from that, maybe you take away less COs. Maybe maybe that's, that's that. Maybe that's that's probably the first thing that goes. If you take away funding, that's probably the first thing that goes. It's not the equipment that they use. It's definitely going to be the staffing, if anything. And then they can't have enough staff to control what's going on. And then maybe even that that's the case even now, where there there's there's tons of money funding the system, and there's still overpopulated jails and not enough COs 
or not enough staff to combat the inmate population. No, you're right. That happens now. So to cut funding from that would would be, would it be needed to to put back in the in the education system? I don't think cutting the funding is going to be good because you already have an an overpopulated situation, and you taking staff from that doesn't help. So what I think needs to be done going forward is we just need to sit here. We need to put maybe like a cap on budgeting for certain things. Because there's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of money being used that could be put elsewhere, like I said earlier. So, like for for instance, the the you know you know when it comes to looking up at the stars versus back here on our own planet, when it comes to you know looking when it comes to funding anything towards astronomy, anything in space versus our own oceans, you know, yeah. um, NASA. As of last year, they got a boost in funding. So they were at around $20 billion. So now they're, as of 2019, as of 2018, they were around $20 billion. They got a boost in, in funding. And now they're, they total around $21.5 billion. And that would include, you know, you know, anything in space, space exploration, maintenance on the International Space Station, any brand new projects. You know anything that includes space and and looking out into the distant vast of space and trying to figure out maybe you know can we see where the you know can we how far can we see back in time when looking into the Hubble yeah you know, certain things like that yeah. thing you know all these projects cost money so and yeah, even you know some would say spatial defense to prepare you know, the, for the ultimate end, as mo- as many people would say, you know, oh, we, we need to figure out when the next asteroid is going to hit Earth, because if we don't, we'll be unprepared and we'll have time to, you know, deflect it if possible, you know, but, yeah. you know, when it comes to, when it comes to space, so just, just, just put an, a- just put an asterisk on that. So you have $21.5 billion just going to NASA alone, right? And and just gotcha. for the National Ocean Organization, you know, in 2019, mm-hmm. the U.S. passed a new bill that would give them a little bit more money, just a little bit. But it it's still like how much? How much you you mean? Like when you nah, say they bit. went from around around four billion dollars to like five point four billion. So wow, that's a, that's, that, that's, that's big. a big that's difference. Big. But when you look yeah. at the gap of when it comes to NASA versus cleaning up our own oceans and you know fixing what's wrong yeah. with our own oceans, you you know that that the number triples twenty one point five billion dollars versus five point four. Yeah, that's, that's a big, a big difference, difference. You know, and you know, in twenty eighteen, there was a project that was announced. It's called the Ocean Cleanup Project. It's based on San Francisco. It was by. Ocean yeah, cleanup. the Ocean Cleanup okay. Project. It was created by a Dutch yeah. entrepreneur by the name of Boyan Slat. And, you know, his aiming point was to clean up the Great Pacific Barge Patch. For not many people that know, the Great Pacific Barge Patch is a giant garbage patch which sits mm-hmm. in between San Francisco and Hawaii. And Okay, so this Pacific Garbage Patch is between... San Francisco and yeah. Hawaii, you mean? And it, you know, it's gotcha. littered. You know, the, the the Great Pacific Patch. What they call it is, is a you know, it's a giant landfill. 
It's a giant yeah. landfill. So what what we what what the project is aiming for, when it first started, it was like around a twenty million dollar project to start and to finish, they would hope to clean up ninety percent of the patch or or the entire patch by at least twenty forty. But the estimated value that they would need mm-hmm. total was estimated at least at the time okay. in twenty eighteen. They estimated that the project would cost around four hundred million dollars. So you're saying that they started off with twenty million, but when they found out how much it would cost by twenty forty, it would be four hundred million dollars. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a total wow. probably like a four hundred million dollar project. Wow! 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 That's a That's lot. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And yeah. you know, you think about it like that, and you go, "Wow, four hundred million dollars." And NASA's got twenty one point five, and we, and, you know, it's just a little trickle. Like, how can you heavily fund the stars when you barely give enough to cover the oceans? And yeah. we're here every day. We're not we're not in the stars every day. As much as you know, we can't litter space every day. You know, no, we, we litter here every day, and it takes a toll every day. So. With that being said, I feel like the the ocean project, anything funding cleaning up the oceans, should definitely be heavily funded, just as much as the education system. And it's about it's about money placement. We have we we need to have enough money to put certain things aside, and be able to gravitate towards the more important things down here. First, before. Worrying about other, I'm not gonna say unnecessary, but I understand what you mean because, uh, I mean we do. It, you know what's crazy too is that we actually know more about space, um, than the ocean actually. Yeah, we 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 know we've only discovered around maybe five to seven percent of our own oceans. You that, know, when it comes crazy. to ocean that's exploration, crazy. not even just ocean exploration, we know more of yeah the stars than we do down here but that that's fine because i guess as human civilization has evolved we've always looked upon the stars for 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 guidance for for answers for for you know for mysterious things but you know down here on earth down here on our planet there's some interesting things too and we've been when ocean explorers have gone down and dived and recorded. They found new creatures that they made. Not even new creatures. They they've come across old creatures that they thought were extinct. They've but they yeah, still... they're, and they're still living. They've come across brand new yeah. species of creatures that they've never seen before. Yeah, you know. Now you write about and sure. then you know it all it all trickulates and all points to you know we we do need to fund our oceans more because the oceans for us. At least for me, in my opinion, it's a, it's a very interesting thing. Just as much as space is interesting to me, I you know the ocean, the ocean. is too. The the ocean holds wonders just as much as you know, just as much as space does. No, for sure, that's true. You know, for sure, I definitely. And it's just something that you know needs to be heavily funded. You know, we we spent more money in the stars than than, than, than fixing our own planets, our, our own planet, yeah. and it's. You know, we we created the mistake of you know littering 
of course, but, you know, we're trying to fix that mistake, but I feel like to fix that mistake, clearly you need money, right? So, yeah, like I said, to cut funding from NASA doesn't help. We need to be able to put a cap on certain things and address certain things that can, can, is it possible for NASA to still do their projects with the, with the budget they have now? Uh, Maybe, maybe so. I don't, you know, I don't work for NASA, but if they can budget themselves, if they can use that budget that they would get for the next, if they can use that one scaled budget of 21.5 million for the next three, four years, then without asking for a, a raise or a boost or an increase, then maybe the money in the next three to four years that maybe would go to NASA if they could work with that budget can be put into in, into cleaning the oceans more and can be put into putting it back into the education system. But it's all a... So, I, I have a question, uh, Dre, because you, you made some great, some great, great points. Um, of course, we both agree that um, NASA and the prison system, et cetera, shouldn't, you know, be cut from, you know, fundings and, and stuff like that from the government. So, for example, um, to get the money to clean the oceans, for example, and to put more money into the education system, what do you what do you think we should do uh, should be done? Do you think the government should should tax the people more? Um, it, it, like, do you think the government should tax the people more? Um, it, you know, like, should we borrow money from other countries for well, it? See, that's like, the, what's your opinion. See, that, on that? That's the crazy thing because we've so much money that, like, yeah. it, it's borrowing money is probably like the worst thing we could do, yeah. uh, right now. Yeah, you. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, I feel like we're all here on this planet. So to clean that, yeah. I'm just being. You can people could call me a hippie on the on the situation. We're all on this planet. We all have littered. It's not just the U.S. Um, do other countries probably keep their waterways cleaner than us? Yes. Yeah, of course. But we are all here, so it's like it's not just oh you did this, it's you fix it. We're all here. We should all. Yeah, that's a fact. We all put in something and help clean the oceans because we're all here you know we should you know um when it comes to where do i think it should come from like i said borrowing money is probably not the best solution taxing people may harm us because then you know you it's like oh they're taking more taxes out of me to clean the ocean and who gives a crap about you know like people would you know you have those people that are oh who cares about the ocean kind of thing who cares about that yeah no you're right like you know um a lot of people do like what I what I, I'm I, I'm biased to say you know what take more money from my check to clean the ocean. I'd be I'd be you know me be I'd be like ah damn I kind of put my foot in my mouth there, but that is you know so it's like <laughs> yeah. I I would I would definitely say there has to be you know when when it comes to budgeting it, something something has to be done like the way. I feel like if we put a cap on certain things, when, you know, when the economy starts to open up and things can go back, you know, who who knows? You know, borrowing money is probably the worst thing to do. But I feel like we, like what some would say, what Trump is trying to do, where he was trying to bring more jobs here so that we could have yeah. more revenue. Maybe, maybe, maybe that got up. I'm not glorifying Trump by any means. No one stick a red flag in that. 
I'm True. saying to bring more jobs here, to have the U.S. have more jobs based here, we create more job opportunity, which then creates more revenue for us, which then can be distributed to other places. So that 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 could be something. Maybe having more, maybe having more, in, having more income in the U.S. would help us in the long run. Yeah, because you know, as we move forward. There's there's really only the, the big three things that the government funds or that, you know, that we put money to is towards healthcare programs, social security, mm-hmm. and defense okay. and security. So now with healthcare, you know, in twenty nineteen, according to taxpolicycenter.org, the government yeah. spent around one point two trillion dollars in healthcare. In addition to tax expenditures, which totaled around two hundred thirty-four billion dollars, they spent one point two trillion dollars, yeah. or they spent one. Dollars. They spent one point two trillion dollars in healthcare. In addition, wow. In addition to tax income expenditures, so with that in healthcare, they spent. Yeah, yeah, that's right. One point two trillion dollars. Yeah, and in wow. social security, they spent around one trillion dollars. And just in defense and security, which is, you know, military, uh, you, you know, weaponry, you know, be the ready to be able to have to go to war, the equipment needed to be go to war. Yeah. They spent around $1.25 trillion. Wow. You know? So now to to really, to, to really, like, think about it all, with all these numbers being crunched and all this money being laid on the table, you know, are there other spending options? Is it possible for us to put our money elsewhere? And you know, now we have to you you as a, as a government official being at the top of the ladder, you have to one of the government officials. You have to be able to put money where it should go. But now, I guess you could say maybe that's a tough decision for our, for for the people in in the White House because they they can't put it everywhere where they want it to go. They can only put it where they maybe need it to go, maybe. Yeah, need it to go, most likely, yeah. Because we definitely do need healthcare programs, social security, etc. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. True. so, and just for this year, just for the fiscal year of 2020, you know, they the government has set out a budget of $4.7 trillion for the year. Wow. Right, yeah, that's, that, high. that's high, right? But now, you know, yeah, due high. to COVID, according to US government spending.com, guess how much we spent already? Around 8.2, around sorry, 8.12 trillion dollars. So we spent probably tr- you know twice as much in 2020. Yeah. We already in the we, we in the month, yeah. of what July? So we, we, you know, due to COVID, there's been a massive amount of of funding that's been needed many people lost their jobs you know yeah no you're right a lot of people lost their lives businesses closed um you know but like i said where should we go like my question to you is where we're discussing where where can we go from here like we we've spent we spent a ton of money already we spent over our budget according to many people yeah, going into next year, they already set a budget of of at least five trillion, at least five trillion, and that's just the and we would hope that next year 
is the recovery process yeah. for from this COVID pandemic. So from the coronavirus. Exactly. So now for the people, for the government to be able to bounce back and try to refund things and fund things properly. Everybody's worried about like where's the money gonna come from? Like I said before, I think maybe if if we can bring more jobs here. Yeah, that's that's what I was also thinking. This this the same exact thing. Maybe more jobs needs to need to be open. Yeah. That's that's what I believe. And yeah. you know, with this pandemic thing, it's it's scary because like I said, a lot of people have lost their jobs. And a lot of businesses yeah. are going out of business, which, you know, then in turn, people lose their jobs. So with, yeah. a, with a pandemic like this that's out, that you have to maintain distance and social distancing, you can't be in social environments like bars, clubs, you know, anything within the, 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 the retro space of some, you know, distance, a restaurant, yeah. you know, people lose their jobs, people lose their businesses. And those are the same types of areas where people will flood back into when things begin to reopen hoping that a lot of businesses can bounce back i mean maybe it might to be honest like what you said earlier it it won't it's probably not a good idea to borrow money but maybe in this in in this time maybe we might have to you know what I'm trying to say? Because there's no money coming in. You know, a lot of people lost their jobs. Businesses, you know, businesses are closing. Where where, where can we get money from? But I do understand what you mean, though, because we do owe China a lot of money. But, I mean, maybe the best thing right now probably it is borrow money from other countries, probably. But maybe many people won't, you know, agree with me. Definitely. I, I see what... I see what you're saying. There's no money coming in, so we have to get it elsewhere. So now it's like, yeah, where do we else do we get it? Oh, we have to borrow it. But you're trying not to borrow it. So at the same time, you're like, what the country's trying to do now is trying to reopen everything so that they can have some sort of income, so they could try to save whatever's left of this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now going forward, it's like. You know where where is like like you said where is like I said where is it gonna come from? You know it, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't I don't know I I, I don't know. Borrowing is scary because that it puts is. It is. the debt situation even deeper, which means yeah. things have to change. And you know printing money isn't an option right now because it's just printing money is not an option. They don't want to print money. They don't, they don't, you know, we can't just, you know, go out and go, oh man, we need, we need X amount of money right now. We got to print it. Like they're trying to really avoid that printing machine. Yeah. Printing. Um, yeah. No, you're- so I would have to say, you know, maybe trying to bring that. That's the only thing we can do is just try to try to make things better and recover in a, in a way where we can literally fund the education system the way need be we can fund the prison system we can still fund NASA we can still fund social security and and healthcare and and defense and security and everything it can be out of balance I feel I feel maybe that may be the best option but as of right now with the COVID 
we we can't mm-hmm. bring as many jobs back into space as we would like. You know, factories yeah. maybe. I agree. Bars, you know, hundreds of millions and millions of people are out of jobs. You know, what was the last yeah. time I checked, what, like 42 million people are unemployment? And counting, you know, the, the the COVID virus, you know, has had a heavily impacted, you know, governmental spending, governmental funding, and the budget, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's yeah. Funny. So you said you said how many? People? Last time I checked, it was around forty-two million people are unemployment and counting. Damn, that, that's a big number, you know. It's not something yeah. that's taken lightly. Uh, definitely, we we there needs to be some sort of better budget because the money that is coming in, you know, you're spending more than we're, than we're getting. And, no, right. you know, the it's got to come from somewhere. It has to, it has to start somewhere. It has to end somewhere. The fact is, where does it end? Where does it, where, where do we start? You know, with COVID, you have to kind of wait till this COVID situation is over to kind of begin to rebuild and see what's left of the economy to see here and go, okay, how many restaurants have closed versus how many restaurants have opened? You know, how many restaurants can stay open at the capacity that whatever need be, you know? From New York, we're, we're, we're supposed to enter phase three, I believe, coming next week. Well, coming the week of July 15th. So, like... You know how many restaurants have closed, but then the restaurants that are, are going to open, they they already have to operate at what around fifty half their uh, half their staff, and they can only have maybe like twenty five percent of customers. So yeah, the drawback is not... now you have to pay people their regular wage and have less customers. Customers, yeah. yeah so uh... that's gonna have a drawback. It's still it's still gonna affect the economy in a way, maybe maybe not as much as the earlier stages when this COVID thing happened, but it, it is still gonna have an effect on the on the economy. So so you believe that the government is spending more than they have? I I do, but you know, I mean, just look about it. You know, think about it for a while back uh, when COVID first hit the fan. You know, the Fed yeah. was putting money into the stock market. To keep it from bottoming out because everyone, you know, for around, I think it was like two weeks straight, the, the you know, stock market was just tanking. And it was like the, the Fed at one point, I think they were putting like $150 million in a, a week. I could be wrong. Don't quote me. A week. $150 million a week just to keep the stock market from, you know, crashing. So, Damn. you know, that maybe that $150 million could have went somewhere else, you know. I don't know how long they pumped the the stock market for. I think they pumped it for about a uh, probably a couple weeks to a month, and you know you know just think about one hundred fifty million dollars a week. You know that's, that's a, lot. a lot of money <laughs> that could have went elsewhere. You know, but yeah. at the same time, the stock market is the livelihoods of many many people. Many people die by that's stock. Right. Many people live by it. You tank, and yeah. you know. Maybe, maybe the maybe the numbers would have gotten worse, you know, when it came to COVID, when it came to COVID. So who who knows? You know, the government is a business oriented ordeal. You know, you got money yeah. coming in, you got money going out, and it needs to go out in in a way that is not to say fair, but it runs yeah. the country efficiently. 
Yeah, it helps the economy at least, you know. You in know, a way. and one thing that needs to be, or that should be on top of the list, like we said, is our education. That's number one because that's the future yeah. of that's the future of us. That's everyone behind that's us. Future. That's everyone behind them. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely yeah. We we need to be able to 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 build on their future investments. And clearly, you know, show them the mistakes that we made for our budgeting and our funding and make sure that they do better than we did. Because yeah. if we don't teach them, you know, about our spend, about not even personal spending, even on personal spending habits, but governmental spending habits, we can possibly change the tide where we can, they can fund better things. They can fund things better by, you know, better in the education system because more jobs got here and more jobs were able to create revenue for the country. Yeah, I was actually going to I was actually going to ask you about that. Um the the education and the and the and the prison thing like we was talking before. Um you said something about uh there was a cutback um when it came, when it came to teachers and 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 books. Like what did you actually mean by that? Oh, well or you know, as we were in school back then, you know, we you yeah. know we would always see you know one teacher. You know, they've been doing cut. They've been doing educational cutting since probably the dawn of time. You know this, where you know you yeah, would yeah. have one teacher for each subject, and then you know maybe the following semester, or the following class session the next year, you know you the teacher's no longer there, and they've cut funding. Yeah. So you know, okay. for us, you know, when we were in school, they cut funding, you know, I know you remember that when, you know, we would have, we would yeah. have one teacher and then they wouldn't be there the following year. You'd be like, oh, where'd they go? Yeah. They went to another school probably that paid them the money that they wanted, that they, that they yeah. could make, but more importantly, they made, they made space for that teacher. There was no longer space because they had to cut funding, you know, possibly because, yeah. like I said, when we were younger, like, the incarceration rate tripled, man. So, to, you know, you have to cut funding somewhere and they just, they chose the education system. No, you're right about that, man. I mean, I think uh, when it when it comes to, 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 to the government uh, federal, you know, budget and spending, um, there's another thing is also um, I was going to say about, for example, like jobs, right? Um, for example, like minimum wage, for example, and, you know, in the state of New York City, uh, in, in, in the state of New York, you know, our minimum wage is what, $15, for example. Yeah. Um, the, we get taxed, what, about, what, 8%, something like that? 8% or 9% or yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, around like 8.75. The tax is pretty high. Yeah. yeah, something like that. All right. So when they tax us, for example, and they use this um you know the money that they take from us in the tax time like for example what this guy did um trump for example um when he gave the stimulus check um for people who did their tax return he gave them uh twelve hundred dollars if i'm not mistaken right okay you know what's uh what confused me was that i always thought how is it that the government is able to pay like American, the American citizen, this much money, but they tax us so much. Like they tax us so much on people who basically get minimum wage or et cetera, et cetera. But 
it's also hard in the economy and it's also hard to pay uh like for example china back or saudi arabia or something like that i always used to be confused about this like i was very confused when i heard that the government was going to give everybody 1200 check. i mean let, let's clarify yeah. it wasn't everyone it was majority of the working people with certain stipulations so oh, okay now with yeah. that they consider that emergency funding they, they that's what they label it as they're labeling it as emergency funding because the country was in pandemic people were losing their jobs people were getting sick they're they you know they didn't they don't want people to pay bills without money no, of so course, for sure, yeah. with that being said, you have to give people something so that it can be put back into the economy. Even if people didn't purchase, even if people didn't pay their bills with it, they still bought stuff, which then went no, into the economy nonetheless and was trickled down and kept circulating. So with yeah. with them putting, with them giving us, with them giving the people stimulus checks, it resurfaced and recycled in the economy, which then kept started what would seem like, you know, a lot of people buying a lot of frivolous things or whatever the case may be, paying bills off, paying rent, buying tigers or owls or whatever the case may be that they bought with their money. And it it resurfaced in the economy and it moved through hands, it touched hands and people bought, you know, things and, and it went right back to the government. So, it was like it was a necessary thing to start something so but now it's been a little while since the last stimulus check and clearly all that money is now gone so now you still have people kind of sitting on their hands waiting to see what happens and you know even other things like the unemployment benefit where you know people are getting an extra boost in benefit because of the pandemic you know people need more money than what unemployment is going to give them because they have higher rates of bills or they're backed up on bills and you know you can't apply for a loan because of certain things or whatever the case may be so they decided to give funding like when it comes to paying you know the debts back that that's gonna they probably i would assume they have a special place for that or they'll they'll work things out as they always do with negotiating or you know yeah of course you know, bartering, trading goods. Okay, all right. I'll give you fifty percent of whatever you know oil comes in, and you take that off the debt. You know, whatever case, they'll they'll probably figure that out. But yeah, but like they they did it because it's emergency funding. Like you know, we can't just have the entire economy sitting on their hands and go. Well, you know, we're in a pandemic. I've lost my job, so I'm. You know, they 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 we they can't, can't they can't not not do anything and then expect you know, companies that are here to ask the people to pay bills when they know this pandemic is out. Yeah, pandemic going so, on. Because now the people yeah. don't have money, which means the companies can't have money, which means the U.S. can't have money. So they said, okay, we're going to give it's money to the people so that they can fun. give money to yeah. the companies so that the companies can give the money back to us. Yeah. So, okay. no, definitely. you know, Hopefully, yeah. within the next six months to the rest of this year, we figure out, you know, a better budgeting situation going into the fall. Yeah, going into, you know, 2021 fiscal year because, you know, COVID really messed up a lot of things. And, you know, yeah. we need to get the country back to pre-COVID numbers, you know. So it's it's definitely a necessary uh, 
necessary need, definitely, man. It's... No, you're definitely right about that. Yeah, yeah, man. So this is, this is this is this is just one of those this is one of those things that you know another another stepping stone in the life of being in America or living on planet Earth. So, you know, with, with that being said, yeah. man, this this was an entertaining episode. It really yeah. was, man. I, I actually learned a lot from you, man. I was like, you know, let me let me let Dre just, you know, you know, uh, spread that knowledge. You know what I'm saying? But definitely, man, this was yeah, an episode that was needed. Governmental funding and spending, hopefully within the next couple months to a year, we will be in a better place where the education system funding is is funded where it needs to be to get more teachers in to teach the future of this country. Yeah, for sure. And another thing where, you know, we clean the oceans, man, because it's yeah, for sure. global global warming is a real thing. And it's no joke. It is. And it, it definitely it needs to be addressed and needs to be yep. rectified and, and we need to protect this planet just as much as we need to protect our people and the people of this country. Yeah, man. yeah for All sure. Right. Well Definitely about yeah, man. that, man. Listen, we're gonna do this again, man. Episode four yeah. on the way, people. Next yep. week. Thank you for tuning in to Human Thoughts the Podcast. I'm your host, Dre, and my co-star NASA. And we out. Yeah.